around your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. All right, good afternoon, everybody, and welcome in. It's a rainy Tuesday. At least there was. We got to the studio here last 20 minutes ago. I'm assuming nothing has changed. But anyways, welcome in here as Trent Conan and myself speak about the world of sports with you for the next couple of hours. Uh, Zubin Mahente coming up on the Dr. Stephen Fuller and Fuller Family Dentistry Hotline. couple of locations, 2822 East 29th Street in Des Moines, 410 8th Street Southwest in Altoona. If you're new to the area, if you've moved over to you know East Des Moines or Altoona or Pleasant Hill, anywhere in there and you're looking for another dentist... Uh, perhaps you haven't been to the dentist in a while. Dr. Stephen Fuller, Fuller Family Dentistry. I can't say enough good things about my friend Dr. Fuller and his entire staff uh, at either of the locations. Zuba Mahente coming up at 1225. We will go around the world of sports with Zubin. I uh, look forward to doing that. Adam Teicher from ESPN, another ESPN staffer in here today. Teicher, of course, formerly long time with the Kansas City Star. Uh, but left the star to cover the AFC West and in particular the Kansas City Chiefs. He'll slide in here at one fifteen, and then it's Tuesday. And what have Trent and I been doing on Tuesdays and Wednesdays? It's baseball conversation. Baseball works its way back into the program after it all. It is the final week of the regular season, and don't look now. A lot of drama, perhaps, set to unfold in the National League Central as both the uh, as the trio of the Cubs, Cards, and Brewers um, are going to have eh, something to say about these playoffs here, depending on how things go in Chicago tonight, how things go in St. Louis tonight. It's going to be a fun five days of MLB in particular uh, with those three teams. How are you? I'm, I'm doing By well. By the way, yes, you are doing well. You got off the schneid. Your Vegas trip is behind. At least you said yep, yep. when I left yesterday that you're going to take a little dabble at the Steelers. I'm assuming you followed through. Well, of course. Yeah, I had to fire at that, and I fired at some baseball and had a winning night in baseball. Hit my football bet. Just had to get out of Vegas, and all of a sudden— That's all it took. You figure out the game once again. The bright lights, the oxygen they're pumping in. I don't know what it is. No, you really think they're pumping oxygen? Maybe it's the 18 Bud Lights that I've been sucking out every day during when I'm out in Vegas. Uh, where, what, uh, how much were you able to find dollar Bud Lights anywhere? Or dollar oh, at the, at the South Point. Oh, you don't you didn't have to go anywhere. No, no. Uh, before 4 o'clock, nice. dollar beers. Nice. Can't beat that. So, um... I've been inside of it to the Vista, and I th- did we talk about this? I've never stayed there. What What are the rooms like at the South Point? They're big. Are they? Yeah, I've stayed there twice now, and mm-hmm. both times I, I thought, well, maybe Chris was hooking me up with a little something extra the first time. Second time, same thing. Big rooms. Uh, King-size bed is what we had. Had a couch in there and a right. table. Check-in process side. pretty quick? Yeah, we were in and out very quickly. Because sometimes you can, I mean, you, yes. can get, you can get to your hotel and then get in the queue. Stand there. And slowly work yes. your way to the front. And I, they look, they do their best because they want you in your room, and mm-hmm. you're not there. You're, they're not making any money of you when you're standing between stanchions, <laughs> right. right? So they want you in uh, in your room and back down to the floor ASAP. But it can be a pain. To, you know what? You know if you're if you're looking for a sports wagering experience, you're not looking to do a bunch with bars, going out clubbing, you know things mm-hmm. like that, which I, I certainly don't anymore. If you're just going out there and you want to wager on sports. I don't know if you'll find a better experience in the South Point. Wow. It, it, it's just 
Big book. Yeah. You got VEASAN right there. Yeah. You can watch that. It's really cool. I mean, Musburger, you can literally stand behind him in their booth there and, and watch that's going on. It, it's, it's a great sports wagering experience. If you go there, say hi to Chris. Say, hey, I, I, I hear you from time to time on with the guys in Des Moines. He'll probably hook you up with a buffet or a drink ticket. It, it just So then it's worth it. Then it's to definitely do that. worth it. And like I said, if you need to get to the strip, if you're going to a show, it's an eight dollar. Trent, Uber if ride. you've got your wife with you or yeah. your significant other, the outlet malls are literally across the street that is or very within true. a block. And that's a big outlet mall and a popular outlet mall with some real stores. And uh, I forgot to mention that to my wife, like, luckily. Good news. Yes. Because you, you had said that to me. Right. Oh, yeah, I'll bring that up to Tara. Never brought it up no, to Tara. No, don't do it. No, don't do not it. at all. Not at all. No, it, it, it really is. Unless this, she bugs you like my wife bugs me during the day <laughs> yeah. and I want to watch sports. See, she lets me go do my thing. Yeah. Well, mine does, too. Yeah. But I've got to keep her busy. So oh, that, that's, okay. that's the, the, uh, uh, the little carrot I dangle out there. The, you know, you're within a couple of miles of the uh, outlet yes. mall. How much you take your Uber down there and right. they'll spend the afternoon. <laughs> um, so anyways. Well, it that's it really is. This isn't... I, I'm not paid by the South Point to say this, anything like that. It really is. If you're a a sports wager, that's what you want to do. They got table games. They got everything. It's Mm -hmm. a big casino, too. Mm -hmm. It's bigger than you'd anticipate. Pool, very laid back. We went to the pool a couple of times. Thursday, there are 20 people there. It's just much more casual. I've been to the Flamingo. I've been to the MGM. I've been to Bally's. I've been to big places. I've been to small places. This is kind of in between. A little off the beaten path, but certainly worth it. And an eight dollar Uber ride. Uber's so great. You even awesome. do Uber. Yes, I do. It's my one app that I have on my I've got I shouldn't say that. I've got Uber Eats, but I can't get Uber Eats in Ankeny. Oh really? They haven't reached there yet. The Uber Eats was where when I'm uh, on the road. Aha. Uh-huh. Which works. Anyways, we'll get uh, into sports, but you know, gambling and sports kind of blend together. Yes. So uh, that's why it's easy to uh, to bring that make that part of the conversation. Happy, happy for you with your Steelers win last night. You know, my take was they needed to win the football yep. game. Yep. There's no way they could start 0 three. Looking ahead to this week, it's uh, Baltimore and Pittsburgh. How good has that rivalry been uh, this past decade? Now, it's not what it once was. Of course, Ray Lewis is gone, some of the principals. But Big Ben is still there, and Big Ben was doing Big Ben things. And, you know, Fitzpatrick, Trent, he was, it was really a tale of two halves for him, mm-hmm. I thought. You know, the magic, he looked... And a couple of his receivers broke off routes, and that makes a quarterback look so bad, yes, right? I mean, yes. the, the people in the stands don't realize that. Um, but it was a fun. It was a fun Monday night game, and it got a little bit of drama until very late in the game, um, and then Pittsburgh was able to salt it away as they held on. Um, are you starting? Because well, let me get your take before I give you my opinion. All right, the Monday night crew. Center mm-hmm. Where are you? They're fine. Coming around. They're fine. They're not great. Mm-hmm. I still. Jason Witten's rough around the edges. He is. I think Booger's better than him. And there's, I do, too. There's many people on Twitter that do not like Booger. That, that's one thing that That, that surprises me. Why yeah. is that, I wonder? I have no idea. Had a nice career, a couple of, couple of Super Bowls, right? Yeah, Tampa and Colts, I want to say yes. Okay. Uh, he, I'm sure he won. He was with both of those teams. Um, I like Booger McFarland. Yeah. I think Jason Witten is getting better. Yes. I think he's growing a little bit more confident. With, and what I mean by that, he still kind of stammers a little bit. And, mm-hmm. you know, as, a, as a, an analyst on Monday Night Football, that's going to get picked up on. Right. But I thought some of the content that he was providing, some of the analysis he was providing, especially last week, uh, or last night, rather, 
was maybe better than it had been. So where I was with them, I mean, couldn't have got any worse opinion. Starting to start, maybe it's growing on me, I guess, where I'm going. Yeah, I think so, and that's you know something we brought up when we saw that first broadcast. It was like, new. We don't week, like new. Right. Week three of the preseason, I think, is when we got to see them for the first time, and it was awful out of the yeah. gate. And it was new, and it was different, and it's fine now. And it might be, by the end of the year, better than fine. Uh-huh. I've told you before, Joe Testator, I've never been a huge fan of Nor his work. Yep. As a play-by-play guy, I think he's maybe a little overrated because of the great games that he's called mm-hmm. and the upsets that You're he very had. Very fortunate, that's true. Maybe taking him to a level higher than I personally think he is. But he's another guy. I don't have those same, it's not cringeworthy, that's not the right term, but just the same kind of feeling of this guy in this role. I didn't feel that at all last mm-hmm. night. It was, all right, here's the crew, here we go, and a good game. And yep. 30 to 10, the comeback, and there was a couple of times that Tampa was going to get there. And then there was a moment where... Well, Deshaun mind. Jackson's punt return, that's oh, that's a game yes. changer right there. And the block in the back. Yeah, and he was doing it off the snap trend. He wasn't yeah. letting the guy off the... I think it was the center he wasn't letting off the line of scrimmage. I mean, come on. It's like the rougher, roughing the... Uh, Boy, there was a bunch of those last night, yes. wasn't there? And Four in the first the thing, half. But Trent, they were all... Look it, I don't like the rule, mm-hmm. but we've seen so far this year through the first 16 plus 16 is 32 plus 15 is what, 47 games? Yeah, nice. Am I right? Quick. Am I right? Well, I, well, I think so. You are. Okay, so for the first 47 games of the season, they're calling that regularly. Right. This is going to get called, and we saw that throughout the game. I mean, just, boys, it's not... We don't like it, but that's the way the officials have been told to call it, and that's what's going to happen. They're protecting quarterbacks right. to a different level. Mm-hmm. And I remember the first time some of these rules came into place. I want to say it was maybe mid-90s where there was really a protecting the quarterback edict that came out in the NFL. And boy, I mean, you thought that they, they had went and they had changed the rules of football. And, and what and, we'd give to go back to the 90s to have right, those rules, right. right? But when that first happened, it was very difficult, and then everybody adapted. And the same thing is going to happen here. The football that we see today is going to look a lot different in 10 years. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a different You're type right. of game. Yep. Go back and watch. You mentioned Pittsburgh-Baltimore. We get that this week, Sunday Night Football. Go back and watch one of those games from five years oh, ago. It's physical, a different level. Brutal. Speaking of Monday Night Football, jacked up. Yeah, no, that's not around. That anymore. was appointment television. Trent. It was appointment television. Tom Jackson and jacked up. That was something you would rush home on Monday night to watch because of the violence in this game, and we love it. And now we're getting he got mossed, which is good. Yes, I like he got mossed, but he but jacked up was way more popular. Absolutely, because of the violence that was yeah. involved. You love to see those great catches. Mm-hmm. You like to see those big hits even more. You, you do, and it's a, it's a thing now, of the past in the back of your mind, continues to sit. We know what happens to these guys, the yeah. careers, CTE, everything else right. you know that goes into it. And I watch football in a different way now than I did five years ago, certainly uh-huh. 10, 15 years ago. It's a different viewing experience. Mm-hmm. doesn't make it bad. No, it's, it's, what we're, it's what we've got. Like it's it different. or leave it, right? Some people have left it. Yeah. Um, the violent play last night in the football game was actually, I think, leveled by an off, a guy that had the football in his arm as he's running to uh, toward the goal line, and Chris Conti happened to get in the way of Vance McDonald. <laughs> um, and what did Booger say? Booger had a good line. He was, it was like he was being thrown out at the bar. <laughs> Something like they threw him out of the bar. I mean, Trent, that was that, – that's – 
that's going to sting. That's going to linger with Conti. I mean, he's yes. never going to live that. That's going to be. That's forever on the internet, right? That's a gift that he can't outlive. For somebody that lived with the Chris Conti experience for a number of years in Chicago, mm. watching him be terrible, uh, wasn't a surprise to see that happen. And I was watching Sports Center afterwards with Scott Van Pelt, and he <laughs> kind of said it the same way, like, "Well, not the first time in his career that's gone down with him," which uh, made me chuckle last night. He's guys like that, you know. The livelihood of the NFL guy is now less than three years. What two point eight years? I think is the the average career length. You know, a guy like Chris Conte can stick around for a decade. Do the math there. How does that work? I'm with you. He's never been good. No, he's still collecting a check. He's still collecting a check and getting stiffed arms. Yeah, that was uh, that's an embarrassing. But the best part about it was was looking at the Buccaneers because right in front of, uh, no, in front of the Steelers sideline, mm-hmm. watching. Um, Hayward and some of the some of the guys that I mean the play is fantastic, but if you look beyond the play and look at the sideline, some of the Steelers' reaction priceless, just priceless to that. Hey, I want to ask you something. So yesterday I was out, I was uh, picking up something for my wife um, sometime in the four o'clock hour, uh-huh. four thirty, somewhere around there. Uh, I've told you before, I don't listen to sports talk, but I turned your show on. Okay, um, just to see what you're talking about, and. When I did, you were talking about Kyle Kempt. Yeah, yeah. And Zeb Nolan. Um, I agree with you. If people missed it yesterday, this isn't a hot take. It's what I truly believe. I understand Kyle Kempt is injured, and mm-hmm. you want him back. And and Matt Campbell said on the call-in show last, well, the tweet-in show last night, that he may be back in time for Oklahoma State. That's great. As the backup. I agree with you. What's Zeb Nolan that? is the better quarterback right now. I think that, so. Not This isn't playing for the future. This isn't what we've seen Iowa State do a lot throughout the years. All right, season's going south. Let's play the young mm-hmm. kid. This is not that at all. Mm-hmm. When I watch these two quarterbacks, I, I think there's a pretty significant gap between what Zeb Nolan is right now, what he can do as a quarterback, and what Kyle Kemp can do for you. What has Zeb Nolan done to lose his spot? It was, would be my question. I mean, do you, yeah. I know that a lot of teams go, well, he was a starter before he got hurt, right. therefore we can't lose his job due to injury. Well, BS. Mm-hmm. Um, but what's he done? What? What? Where has he erred in a football game? Nowhere. I mean, the Oklahoma game, Trent, look, Iowa State was blown. They were good, standing yes. in the ring exchanging punches yep. with head and shoulders, and I don't think they are, but at the time everybody thought head and shoulders best team in the Big 12. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to be proven out to be fool's gold, that Oklahoma won't be there at the end. But beside the point, we thought Oklahoma was really good, and there's Iowa State you know, scoring points and Zeb Nolan making plays. They lost by decision. They, they lost by out. decision. Well put. Last weekend, wasn't. it was just a different game, right? It was yeah. just a different environment, different atmosphere rounding the game. And he threw the ball well. Absolutely did. Um, what's he done to lose his job would be my take, and I agree with you. I think it's Zeb Nolan's job. Why is it – you can't worry about hurt feelings. This is big boy football. Mm-hmm. It's big 12 football. Mm-hmm. And the adage, you can't lose your job because of injury, it's not true. I mean, how many times do we see it? But because it's the quarterback position, it gets a bigger spotlight. How many times do you see a guy that is injured, the other guy plays better, and never hear it on the mm-hmm. offensive line, defensive line, whatever it may be. But because it's quarterback, it just – Feels like all right. You plug the guy back in. I I don't get the under the thought process behind it. Will he? Will Campbell try and appease both? I hope not. Well, that doesn't that lead to problems? I agree. Don't do it. Make, make your decision. And and if the decision is Kyle Kempt, 
Well, Ken, it's not awful. Don't get me wrong. No. I think Zeb Nolan, I'm with you. I think I don't know what Zeb Nolan at this point has done to lose his spot. Now, TCU, just like last night, right? Fitzpatrick, right. he's going to be the guy going forward. Then you watch the first 30 minutes of that football <laughs> game, and if you're a Buccaneer fan, you're so glad Jameis Winston's walking back into that building mm-hmm. this morning. Um, so if he, when they go to Fort Worth and in, he lays an egg, uh, stinks the joint out. He goes 12 of 32 for right. 110 and three right. picks. Just a couple of head-scratching decisions on his part. Yep. Stage is too big. Bright, lights are too bright. He's not ready. Then you go back to Cal Kempt. But if he doesn't, if it's if he if he plays like he's been playing, how, how do you go away from him? I don't get it. Kyle Kemp has limitations. He doesn't have a strong arm. Nope. And he's I, accurate, I, but he, so is Zeb Nolan. Absolutely. And he has a stronger arm. A stronger arm to go along with it, and maybe a little more athletic. Maybe. I mean, I, mean, I we're not talking about the difference between Mike Vick here and no, no. And, and Phil Sims. I mean, it, right. it's not a significant gap. But <laughs> Mike Vick and Phil Sims. <laughs> <laughs> you like that but, one? Yeah, that's both ends of the spectrum. <laughs> but I, I think there's a little more athleticism to him, a little more wiggle. You can open up more mm-hmm. of the offense because of that. I just, I'm, I'm struggling to understand. Now, here's the good thing. Matt Campbell doesn't have to come out and say what we're saying right now. He can play this. And if the scenario we laid with TCU and he plays poorly, then the decision comes pretty easy. But I, I think a lot of this has to do, at least with the fan base, and you read message boards and Twitter. Who do they want? I, I think Kyle Kemp, because of what really? he did last year down in Norman. Well, and a hell of a win. <laughs> it's the best win that they have had in six Ever. Certainly since the 70s. Yeah, ever, I would say. Yeah. In, in our lifetime of watching <laughs> no Iowa question. State football, it is the best victory that they have. The Oklahoma State game on Friday night was pretty spectacular, but you're going down to Norman and knocking on yes, Oklahoma. that was in Ames. Yeah. Oklahoma is... State was number three or number two at the time, two yep. at the time. That was the night of the championship football game, um, yes. the, the 4A championship football game. Remember that? Brinson did that game. Oh, really? Yeah, he did. Wow, the old man actually did work. He he did. He got now. I guess they must have paid him handsomely. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, But yeah, he did that game. That's how I remember it. So um, yeah, uh, your topic was right on the money, and uh, I'm with you. I thought you uh, you identified the guy that should get the job again. TCU lies ahead. Mm -hmm. Uh, Maybe we should revisit this conversation next Monday and make it awful easy on Matt Campbell. But if it's not made easy, I can't wait for this to see which way he goes. Right. Make a decision. Don't play them both. But here's the thing: if it is Kyle Kemp or if it is Zeb Nolan, um, pretty short leash. You would think so. I would hope so. Yeah. A lot to play for for Iowa State. Yeah. But K-State stinks. K-State yeah. is awful. They are getting K-State this year. It's over. Yeah, they are. And I've said since the beginning of the year that they're going to get K-State. I always K-State's, had that as an L. Because it's K-State. they never beat K-State. Right. I get it. Even if they're the better team. <laughs> yes. They never beat K-State. Right. They are beating K-State. Incarnate word. Texas Tech is another animal. It's much more difficult much than Much more looked. difficult. That offense and that defense, too. They yes. can pack a defense, and they never could. They could score points, mm-hmm. but they could never hold any, prevent anybody from scoring points. West Virginia is better than I anticipated. I well, never Will believed. Will Greer and still, et cetera, they got some guys. And that defense. They Isn't had a, bad. They had a lot of different places, pieces mm-hmm. to replace. They brought in a couple of grad transfers, and they're playing for West Virginia, which Look, it's not a real high bar for them defensively. Yeah. But they're certainly playing above what you're used to, that bar. They borrowed Texas Tech's bar. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. It's a difficult schedule. Yeah. Baylor, well, let me ask you this. Most probable win out of these next three at TCU, at Oklahoma State, home to West Virginia. I think they need to win one. They do. Yeah, I agree and, with and that. And which one will that be? Is it at Oklahoma State? 
after what we saw from them last week. It, but it's funny, two weeks previous, they throttled Boise, who mm-hmm. came in averaging like 780 yards a game and With Boise knowing that if they lose, there's no way in hell they're going to be in that uh, uh, that, that bowl uh, uh, alliance mm-hmm. situation. So Boise State had to win that game for them to even get a sniff at that. They got crushed. They got crushed. I, I think it's Oklahoma State. Maybe. They played well the last two years, though they lost both games. They played well against the Cowboys, mm-hmm. too. And there's just some teams that you play better against. Now, they beat TCU last year. There's a difference, but you got to figure TCU. Back-to-back losses for TCU. They, they're two pretty good football teams, against we the know. proverbial uh-huh. wall there. Yeah. I think it's Oklahoma State. So who does TCU have after this week? Let me look real quick. Oh, I got it right here. Oh, Remember, you I, do. I printed out these nice no, sheets yeah, for you. Did, yeah. You got oh, no they gotta time buy. for them. And then Thursday night. Texas Tech. Wow. <laughs> There's a good Thursday night that game. That is a huge Thursday night game. Then Oklahoma at Kansas. Um, I, I'm with you. I think it's yeah. probably the Cowboys. I think it's probably the Cowboys. All right, we got to get a break. We'll come back. Zuba Mahente will be here. Uh, Adam Teicher from ESPN will do some AFC West in particular, the Kansas City Chiefs uh, with Adam Teicher. He's coming up at 115. We're going to do some baseball. Uh, Cardinals, Brian Walton, the CardinalNation.com. Cardinals have the Cubs to finish out the season. The Brewers, who I think are going to give the Cubs all they want down the stretch, finish with three against the lowly Detroit Tigers. Nice way to finish. I'll say. Meanwhile, the Cardinals are looking over their shoulder at the Rockies, who are uh, coming quickly. Mm-hmm. And they've got the Phillies and then the Natties to end the season. Two teams that have disappointed, yes. certainly, in the back half of the year. Right. Cups, cards, four-game set, Wrigley Field. It's a lot on the line for yes. both teams, potentially. We'll come back. We're going to do that at one thirty with Brian Walton. Zuma Mahente joins us next. Trent and I are here until 2. It's the Ken Miller Show on 1700 KBGG. The Kansas City Chiefs play here. 1700 KBGG. Build your business. At Sinorama of Ribbondale, we offer customized solutions for signs, branding, marketing, and advertising. We have a full range of custom sign and graphic services to meet your needs, build your brand, and create your image. Look around and you'll see how Andy Woodley and his staff help businesses enhance visibility and get noticed. Let us work with you to understand your unique marketing goals and help you reach them. Sinorama of Ribbondale, the way to grow your business. 3368 100 Street in Urbandale and online at sinorama.com slash ia dash On Saturday, September 29th, NAMI, the National Alliance on Mental Illness of Iowa, will be holding its 12th annual walk. Proceeds from this event will support NAMI's education programs. It will also support services for individuals living with mental health conditions and their loved ones. The walk will be held at Terra Lake Park in Johnston. Check-in begins at 8.30 a.m. The walk will begin at 10 a.m. Walkers can choose between a 5-kilometer or a one-kilometer route. To register or to learn more, visit namiwalks.org forward slash Iowa. Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations, we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. 
I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian roofer roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof it once, roof it right, right roofing. Noted author, former chief medical correspondent, and Salon Pass user, Dr. Bob Arnott. The human body has billions of pain receptors. Block those receptors with the anesthetics found in Salon Pass Lidocaine Plus, and you'll have relief. Salon Pass Lidocaine Plus contains two anesthetics, including the maximum strength lidocaine available without a prescription. They numb aggravated nerves for effective, lasting relief. For relief, try what I use Salon Pause Lidocaine Plus. In the silver box with the blue wave. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Join us for the Alzheimer's Association Walk to End Alzheimer's. Go to alc.org walk to register for an event near you. Together, we can end Alzheimer's. This year, it's our year. No, no, no. This year, it's my team. Yeah, this is the year. This season, everyone is going to know where I'm tailgating. My team, my colors, my flag. Hello, it's why I fly the flag. This is the year you fly the colors of your favorite team. And you'll find those colors at Heartland Flagpoles and Flags. The largest selection of team flags anywhere. Every team, every sport, every flag. Almost. Buy online and get free shipping. Heartlandflags.com. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we believe in honest work, a fair price, and work we stand behind, and our 10-year workmanship warranty proves it. We know roofing. With our one-day get-it-done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally. Are you interested in starting a new franchise? You can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa to help with your franchise law needs. Rush Niggin with Brick Gentry Law PC provides law services for those involved in starting a new franchise. Find more information online at rushonbusiness.com where Rush Niggin can assist you in buying or starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school football season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry Law PC and Rush Niggin. 
real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. It's the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trent and I until 2. Adam Teicher, ESPN.com, coming up on the AFC West and the Kansas City Chiefs. And Brian Walton at 1.30 on the NL Central race, in particular the St. Louis Cardinals. Uh, speaking of ESPN, Zuba Mahente, we watch him on a regular basis uh, on all of their platforms. And Zubin joins us. Zubin, good to talk to you again. It's been a couple of weeks. How have you been? I'm good. So just to, for a point of reference, I would say that uh, if anybody is bummed about what's going on with Iowa over the weekend, and that was a tough loss, um, <laughs> uh, I went to Rutgers. I and I, uh, <laughs> uh, not to belabor the point, but um, Saturday after their loss to Buffalo, uh-huh. um, a headline in the Asbury Parks press just said it all, and there's always something for efficiency and clarity. I believe the headline was on my phone, Rutgers football, an embarrassment. Yeah. Well, it's uh, not far from the truth. And, you know, there's a lot of people, Zubin, and since you went there, let me ask you, um, you know, a lot of Big Ten fans, a lot of Big Ten media, a lot of Big Ten uh, people with, you know, big Twitter followings have, have asked that question. Is it, is it time to um, ask Rutgers to leave and take Maryland with them? Uh, it seemed like square hole round peg for a lot of reasons. We get the television side of things. Um, what do you think? Does, does Rutgers in the Big Ten, I, I don't think it's going to happen, but um, what's your sense? Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's going to happen. I just think barring something cataclysmic, and that would have to be something that would happen off the field involving only their program and even programs that have gone through some of the most horrific stuff in the collegiate game, Baylor is still in the Big 12. Uh, I know there was some concern internally that uh, they might lose their membership in the Big 12. Some of the Ken Starr reports and some of the other things that come out that thought they were really worried about where they would be when this was resolved. Obviously, Penn State is still in the Big 10. Michigan State is still in the Big 10. Um, so there's a lot of those cases where if something that were to happen to a, such a serious degree maybe it would be looked at. I think there's a lot of people that think they're going to fire their head coach. I don't think they will. They just gave him a $9.8 million contract, which may not sound like much compared to what maybe what Kirk is making a year. But I think for a state like that, um, that has a lot of financial problems, um, and the athletic director uh, gave it to him fairly recently, and that would shed a negative light on him, it's very, very difficult to do anything like that. But I think the biggest number of all that probably this is an anecdotal number. I wish I had the exact number because sometimes they fudge these things. But at the Buffalo game, there were 15,000 people there mm-hmm. about. And that's the, this is the Big Ten. And, I mean, I don't care if you're Illinois or Maryland or any of these programs that have been scuffling at the bottom of the league for a long time. You'd have, you'd have a problem going to a Mountain West stadium and seeing yeah. 15,000 people, a Conference USA stadium and seeing 15,000 people. Um, obviously, the Power Five is the Power Five, but – that's a number that would be really, really concerning, not just from the apathy standpoint, but because that just doesn't feel big time. Sometimes you can negate a lot of the other disadvantages by just feeling big time, feeling like you're in a big time market or a big time area. And sometimes the visuals, especially in today's society, throwing something up on Twitter or just happening to look at a screen grab, when you don't look big time, um, that can have as much of a corrosive effect as anything. Zubin, uh, speaking of the Big Ten, many people believed that the Big Ten East was going to be the best division, and 
maybe the Big Ten as a whole was going to be the best conference in college football. That certainly is not the case a month into the season. The SEC has surplanted and, and once again put their stake in as that number one conference. When you look at the Big Ten, you know, we talk about a cyclical nature of it. Do you think it's that, or is it just with the changing demographics, the Big Ten, outside of maybe a year blip, can't keep up with the SEC anymore? You know, I think it's probably cyclical. If you look at the SEC West in particular, the argument's there in in large part, but in certain cases it's not. Like, so, for example, this week it's really interesting. Ole Miss is playing LSU, and we're thinking about doing something with, with Coach O in the sense of, you know, he was 10 and 25 at Ole Miss, and this time around most guys don't even get a second chance in the SEC if you're 10 and 25 in your first stint. Not only has he gotten a second chance, they've worked themselves into the top five. They might have the best resume in the country. Like, I don't think anybody doubts that Alabama's the best team, but they have played two teams, and when they played two teams, both of those teams were in the top ten, Miami and Auburn. They beat both of those teams away from Baton Rouge. One was a uh, road game, and one was a neutral site game. Um, so that's a team that's performing better than expected. But there's a team like Mississippi State that is slightly probably performing worse than expected. Now, they have one loss, but a lot of people thought they'd be undefeated at this point. So I would say it's cyclical because if you look at the West, there's examples of teams that probably are exceeding expectations and some that are not. Whereas you look at the Big Ten, and I think Nebraska and Northwestern could probably pass for examples of teams that aren't meeting expectations. I don't think anybody thought Nebraska would be great shakes, but I don't think anybody thought Nebraska would be where they are. So I think it's probably cyclical because we could probably, whatever side of the argument we wanted to take, Trent, overachieving, underachieving, we could probably find a team in each division of each conference, frankly, if you wanted to go all four, east-west, east-west, that probably states the case for whatever you want. So, I mean, I understand there was a time where the SEC had won seven straight national championships. I don't think we're going back to that. Obviously, the East was a lot stronger then. What's kind of interesting is it wasn't even Georgia powering the East at that point. It was more Florida. But I do think it's probably cyclical because I think you can probably, you know, pick a team here, pick a team there, and probably state your case. So I think it's probably just something that is cyclical. Uh, Zubin Mahente from ESPN is our guest. Zubin, uh, I was gonna, you know, I was gonna ask you about the roughing the passer, and maybe we can get into that. But I want to ask you this, and this was something that. You know, I kind of filed this away for a summer topic with Trent and I for down the road next summer. But, you know, since we're in the here and now and since we watch Tiger and the effect that he's had on television ratings, I think there were five million more people that watched Sunday's round than the year before. I get that. Um, for my money, the most recognizable sports personality in history is Muhammad Ali. Yeah. Who's number two? I'd probably go with somebody like Pele, just because I think you have to look at the whole worldwide demographics. If the argument is an American conversation, then I think... No, worldwide. Probably, worldwide. Yeah, I would have to take somebody in the soccer world, just because I do think there's a humongous part of the world that maybe lives in you know much poorer circumstances than you or I do, um, that has no ability to in any way touch the game of golf. And that's not because golf is an upper-crust sport. I'm just saying that there are probably uh, countries upon countries upon countries around the world where there's just no courses. Mm -hmm. There is no uh, idea or development of the game. Um, so I would probably pick somebody from the soccer world. Uh, Pele just has kind of stood the test of time. Mm -hmm. So I would probably go with somebody 
like that. Now, that is no indictment of all of Tiger Woods. It's probably just the era in which we live, the world in which we live, the inequity that's out there, and the fact that soccer is truly probably the world's only global game with a really strong argument that maybe, you know, a sport that you can pick up easily, like boxing, to your point, Ken, anybody can sort of pick up boxing. Um, there's that old Jim Lampley line, you don't have to know anything about boxing, but if you see two guys swinging in an alley, you kind of understand the dynamic of what's happening. So I, I understand the Tiger situation. Now, Tiger, of course, is only 42. There's plenty of time to, to still go as far as he's concerned. And obviously the way the world is much smaller than it's ever been. I think 95% of the world has a cell phone at this point. Mm-hmm. I think that is actually somewhat of an accurate number, um, the, the, the developed world. And so from that particular point, obviously things are getting a lot smaller and uh, things are getting a lot closer and we can see things and touch things that we've never felt and touched before. So that could obviously close the gap because obviously things are being communicated much more quickly. But I would probably go with somebody like Pele just because of where golf is and where soccer has always been. Zubin, you had Tiger what he did over the weekend, Saturday college football, Sunday with the NFL how different was it changing plans of the way you covered that <laughs> Great at ESPN? Oh, I'll give you a good example. So we have a rule. Our show is about two and a half hours on Saturday. We go 6 to 8.30. This Sunday we'll go 6 to 9.30 because we got old LeBron James coming up at 9.30 in a preseason NBA game, which is obviously garnering <laughs> tremendous praise. Just yeah. to see him running around in purple and gold will be interesting what those numbers are. But I'll give you what. Sat, uh, Sunday when uh, Tiger won, Van Pelt interviewed Tiger. I, had, I happened to have the privilege of interviewing Justin Rose on his win. And uh, so we did those interviews back-to-back. And what's interesting is this. When the NFL is on, we have a rule. It's a very arcane TV rule. But we have a rule which is called 80-20, which means during the NFL window, so let's just say we're on during an NFL game, whether it's Sunday night football or the late game on Fox or CBS, the late afternoon game, 80% of our coverage can be NFL, you know, from the 1 o'clock games, things of that nature. Um, But 20% of our content has to be something else. Now, obviously, they can't dictate what that 20% is, but it just can't be 100% NFL. It has to be cast at 80% NFL. And so, obviously, we've got the baseball races. Obviously, this is a great time of year for baseball, less than a week to go in the regular season next Sunday. We've got news from around golf, as you know, and that was basically the bulk of what we did. But our show, actually, we joked was instead of 80-20 NFL, it was 80-20 Tiger. And that was pretty rare for an NFL Sunday to literally put Carson Wentz's return, let's wait on that. Let's wait on perhaps the Seahawks being 0-3, which they weren't. Let's wait on Patrick Mahomes having the 13 touchdown, zero interception start, which has never been done in the history of the National Football League. Gruden's 0-3, let's wait on that. I mean, there were so many stories that easily could have led the program any night or any sports talk radio show, Um, but we have that 80-20 rule, and instead we flipped it and said, all right, if they're telling us we can only do 80% NFL on this particular day, how about we do 80% Tiger? And I definitely seem to think, uh, that was the right decision. Yeah, I, I'm with you. Zubin, as I said yesterday on the show, I don't think I've ever watched golf, and I love watching golf. I don't think I've ever watched it in the month of September, uh, certainly not as, as intently as I did on uh, Sunday at the expense of the NFL. Let me switch gears on you, Zubin Mahente from ESPN. Zubin, is 
not quite there yet, but is but is Alabama football becoming UConn women's basketball? Meaning, <laughs> we know that they're going to be there when it counts. And I'm not sure that's good. And I like watching Alabama, but they're just so darn dominant year after year, Zubin. Is that good? Well, I think one interesting fact here is that I think if UConn, and again, I mean, I understand your comparison. I think if UConn had one injury to, let's call it Diana Tarazi or Katie Lou Samuelson or Rebecca Lobo or Maya Moore, despite how great all four of those players are, one of them is in the Hall of Fame, the other one is the WNBA's all-time leading scorer, um, I actually think Gino could pretty easily still win a national title if one of them went down. If Tua goes down, um, and what, what, the only reason I bring that up is the style of play in which he employs is so fun to watch. I mean, so fun to watch. But if he goes down, I certainly think Hurts is capable. I mean, his win-loss record seems to indicate that. Redshirt rule is a little bit interesting. I, I seem to think we talked to McElroy last night on Center, and obviously since he's hit the four-game mark and you've got the four games to redshirt, it doesn't appear that a lot of the bluster from his dad is going to come true. It appears that uh, he's just going to be another member of the team, and if his number is called on Saturday or beyond Saturday, he'll go out there, and he'll be out there for a fifth time, and there goes that. But I think if Tua were to get hurt, just because the style of play he employs, Hurst could get in there, but then I think suddenly you go to LSU on November 3rd with Hurts, and that looks a lot more dicey. Or you face Georgia in the SEC championship game with Hurts, that appears a lot more dicey. And then obviously, if for whatever reason, let's say you know Greg is incorrect or we're not looking at the situation correctly or something goes sideways and Jalen's gone, then you got Mack, who people said had a good spring game. I mean, I'm not going to buy that that's going to cut it in the SEC at all. So I would say that's, a, that's an apt comparison because I do believe they were just one vote short this week of being a unanimous number one. But I think if Alabama were to take a key hit at a key position, like so for example – they're losing guys on defense left and right, and they've been losing guys on defense left and right since the summer, and it seems to have not affected them at all because obviously their offense is more high-octane than we've probably ever seen in the Saban era. But I think if they were to take one hit at the wrong position, I would feel great about Ohio State and Clemson beating them on a neutral field, whereas if Ohio State, excuse me, whereas if UConn lost their quote-unquote Tua Tagovailoa-type player, I still think they could be able to soldier on uh, and win. And that's not really any indictment of Alabama. It's more of how great UConn is, but also probably how great and amazing, despite everything Saban's brought to the table, how great Tua is. You know, could Jalen Hurts make Jerry Judy that explosive? Could uh, Jalen Hurts make Devonta Smith that explosive? Maybe, but Tua in one half showed us he could do it last year on the biggest of stages. So I would say I, I feel your argument. But I think if Tua were to go down, I think you would see them look a lot more mortal. If Tua goes down, I think Ohio State and Clemson, even with Lawrence, and obviously Haskins has been out of his mind, would be favored on a neutral field. I don't think they'd be favored on a neutral field against Alabama, but I think you get a lot of people picking the other team. Whereas I think for UConn, it takes almost, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what it would take for people to not choose UConn in a situation like that. Finally, for you, Zubin, the uh, unattended consequences are, are coming in college football. A rule that was put in place that was widely applauded. Guys could play up to four games and redshirt. But this week, we see a guy from Arkansas. Well, he's Oklahoma not, State. Oklahoma State, one of their receivers. Not getting the ball enough. 
I'm done. I played my four games. I'm going to use my red shirt, and I'm going to go somewhere else. Expect to see a tweak in this cha- in this uh, rule that the NCAA put in, which was a great thing for the student-athlete. I don't. It's funny. McElroy mentioned those exact two things you mentioned yesterday when we were talking about Jalen Hurts. So he's completely on the same wavelength that you are. I'm of the belief that it's one of the rules that, in essence, can benefit um, the student-athlete and the school. And there's not a ton of rules like that out there, so I think it stands. Now, to your point, obviously these schools are being left high and dry and they're left holding the bag after those two specific instances that you mentioned at Arkansas and Oklahoma State. But to this point, guys, I think the NCAA and I think college football in general is going to say, okay, it's the first year. We have no idea how this is going to be implemented. Every school is going to implement this differently. Every player is going to implement this differently. Jalen Hurts, for example, is trying to make sure he's got an NFL stock. He wants to stay visible. He wants to stay on a big-time team. He wants reps. Other guys know they're probably not going to the NFL, and when they finish their senior year and exhaust their eligibility, they're probably never going to play football again. Those guys are in a completely different boat. Let me just maximize and milk it for all I've got. And then you've got all the guys in the middle, the Hurts guys, the guys that are never going to play beyond college, and all the guys in the middle. So everyone's got a different story. Now, this turns into college basketball graduate transfer, which is obviously the Wild West, then I think you have to look at it. But when you see a guy here and a guy there, honestly, that's probably just what's best for that guy, which is part of the reason the rule was put in place. If you start seeing like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people doing it, like you see in hoops, then I think they're going to have to take a look at it much more closely. But I think in year one, you can never panic because you never know what's a big number. Is, is 20 a big number? I don't know. If next year it's 400, then they'd love to have just 20 guys move. Is two a big number, like you referenced? I'm not sure. So I think this is one of those things that's here to stay because it's one of those very rare instances that both sides can say this is good. Look, if you're a coach and you sit a guy the entire year, you have the option of basically saying, I can let him bulk up from August, September, October, November, our first game in December, and then I can let him practice for 15 practices play him in our bowl game in January and still save his red shirt. And if I'm in a New Year's Six Bowl and I got a contract that maybe is on the table for $5 million a year, if I can beat this Power 5 team in the Peach Bowl like a Tom Herman Mm -hmm. or like a Chris Peterson did back in the day, and this guy who's been working behind the scenes and not playing and bulking up can come in there and run one in from one yard out or he can be my lead blocker as he goes from 235 to 270 in the course of four months while not playing, and I can still use that guy, get him big-time experience, get me a big-time win to get me a big-time contract, and we don't burn his red shirt? I mean, that's an unbelievable win for the coach. It's a great win for the kid because he gets to contribute on a big-time level. So I think it's generally a rule that's going to stay because both sides have generally said they like it, but we'll just have to wait to see exactly what the numbers are. If they get out of control, I think they'll modify but for the most part, I don't think it's going to get out of control. And it's a very easy enticement to leave, but it's a lot harder to do it than it is to just say they're going to do it. So I think it stays, and I think it's been mutually beneficial. Uh, it's mutually beneficial to Trent and I when you're uh, able to join us on a weekly basis. Missed you last week, Zubin. Thanks for today. Enjoyed it. We'll talk to you next week. All right, guys. Take care. Always a pleasure. Good to talk to you. Zuba Mahente from ESPN. We'll come up, uh, come back, rather, finish up the hour. Trent and I here until 2, 1700 KBGG. High school football each and every Friday night right here on your home for high school sports. 
1700 KBGG. Friday night starting at 7 o'clock. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Tops, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. Walkers, families, friends, and supporters will gather at Principal Park on October 6th for the Des Moines Walk to Defeat ALS, where they will celebrate their support and help raise awareness of the disease. ALS is a progressive neurodegenerative disease that affects nerve cells in the brain and spinal cord. Eventually, people with ALS will lose the ability to initiate and control muscle movement, which often leads to total paralysis and death within two to five years of diagnosis. For reasons unknown, veterans are twice as likely to develop ALS. To join our fight of ending ALS, visit walktodefeatals.org. Everyone is a champion in their own way, but aches and pains can make you want to give up on your training or workouts. Instead of relying on pain medication to power through, stay active with help from Champions Recovery Room and Physical Therapy. They give you a personal touch to work towards your own wellness goals. With athletic recovery programs to outpatient orthopedic therapy, Angela Spencer PT of Champions Recovery Room will get you feeling your best. Champions Recovery Room and Physical Therapy, 3030 100 Street in Urbandale and online at championsrecoveryroom.com. Tonight on NBC. Will everyone in the cardiac surgical department please raise your hands? Thank you. You're all fired. Based on an inspiring true story. Any department who places billing above care, you will be terminated. One doctor will break every rule. Just tell me what you need, what your patients need. To inspire a revolution. Let's get into some trouble. Let's be doctors again. From the network that brings you This Is Us, New Amsterdam, tonight on NBC. A garage door is the largest moving part in your entire house. So it's important to keep it working smoothly, especially as winter approaches. At Advanced Door Systems, we service all garage door brands, even if you do not purchase the door from us. Visit our website, ads-doors.com. That's ads-doors.com to learn more about us and the garage door and opener services we offer. Advanced Door Systems. The right door, the right way. From the Barrel, Des Moines Whiskey Festival kicks off this year and will be taking place at the River Center in downtown Des Moines, featuring two days of food, entertainment, cigars, great causes, and of course, whiskey. Don't miss Des Moines Whiskey Festival happening November 2nd and 3rd. Tickets on sale now at dsmwhiskeyfest.com. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? We'll find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. Not the end of 90 days. If you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at mrexecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. 
Does overpaying for something make sense? We don't think it does at Charterhouse Real Estate. That is why we have completely changed the commission structure at our real estate firm from what you are used to hearing about. Gone are the days of 6 or 7% to sell your home. We charge $24.95 plus 3%. Don't worry if that sounds a bit odd. Just know that on average, our sellers save thousands in real estate commission when they sell their home with us. The best part is our sellers still get full service, including social media marketing, their home on the MLS, a dedicated agent, and much more. Head to charterhouseiowa.com and use our calculator there to see what your savings could be. We are Charterhouse Real Estate, and we are changing the way you think about selling your home. Charterhouse Real Estate is a team office under Space Simply. Vehicle advertising print wraps can be seen tens of thousands of times a day. If you want to increase your advertising footprint with the full or partial final print wrap on your business vehicle, go to CompleteAutoWraps.com. Complete Auto Wraps also specializes in full color change color wraps. Change the color of your vehicle or add a customized look with a print wrap to your vehicle, motorcycle, or boat. Don't pay big dealership or national sign chain prices when you can get yours installed by a professional trained and certified installer. Contact Corby for more information or a free estimate at CompleteAutoWraps.com. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. The uh, Everson Griffith situation in Minnesota. I just, we, Trent and I just watched a couple of minutes of Mike Zimmer's uh, press conference. Apparently, Trent, this has been lingering for a while. In fact, the Vikings barred him from their facilities last wow. Thursday. Now, a couple of things that came out of it. Zimmer said that despite that, he still wouldn't have played because of his knee injury. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll take him at his word for that. Um, just and and he also said that he didn't think that that affected the team's performance against Buffalo, which would be you know taking away a ton of credit from the Bills. That was a huge win for them, obviously. Yeah. But Minnesota, just from the I mean from the get go, you think what is wrong with this team? I think you can read between the lines. I think here you can easily. too. And I'm not. I, I'll give Zimmer the first point about uh, you know the knee preventing him probably from playing. Zimmer says he hasn't spoken with him since the Green Bay game. Mm. Obviously, he's um, seeking mental help. So hopefully, um, you know that works out for him. Right. Boy, oh boy. Trey Wayans was the teammate house he tried to break into. They've seen that on Twitter. Anyways. We'll come back. One o'clock hour. Adam Teicher from ESPN.com on the AFC West and Brian Walton on the NL Central. Ken Miller Show, Trent and I till 2, 1700 KBGG. Sunday night, Monday night, and Thursday night football from Westwood One, only on 1700 KBGG. Build your business. At Sinorama of Ribbondale, we offer customized solutions for signs, branding, marketing, and advertising. We have a full range of custom sign and graphic services to meet your needs, build your brand, and create your image. Look around and you'll see how Andy Woodley and his staff help businesses enhance visibility and get noticed. Let us work with you to understand your unique marketing goals and help you reach them. Sinorama of Ribbondale, the way to grow your business. 3368 100th Street in Urbandale and online at sinorama.com slash ia dash Are you interested in starting a new franchise? You can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa to help with your franchise law needs. Rush Niggin with Brick Gentry Law PC provides law services for those involved in starting a new franchise. Find more information online at rushonbusiness.com where Rush Niggin can assist you in buying or starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school football season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry Law PC and Rush Niggin. 
At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. I'm so happy. Fumble. Football's back. Fire up the grill and crack open a cold one because it's time to celebrate with an approved by Joe tailgate. Hey, Joe Clemens here from Capital City Motor Company. This month, bring me your old car and score the nicer, newer ride you've been fantasizing about for just $10 down. Sack your old car and start driving a nicer, newer car of your dreams. Has the ref thrown a flag on your past credit problems? My one and only for the people credit approval process is the game changer you've been waiting for. We huddle up with the banks and lenders and call the audibles to get you approved and back in the game. Guaranteed. Stop driving a car you hate and pump it and drive home a nicer newer car today for just 10 bucks down i'm throwing a hail mary to make my month and i need your help trade in your old car and drive for just 10 bucks down this is for a limited time so get in here and score before the clock runs out i'm joe clemens and i'm your dealer for the people come see us at capital city motor company in des moines on east university one block off i-235 on the state fair side call 265-1467 or online at approved by joe.com approved by joe.com www.approved by joe.com E-Financial makes buying life insurance easier thanks to a mix of technology and personal service. When you call, our agents listen to learn your needs. Then utilize our cutting-edge platform to search options from leading companies. You get the right coverage at the right price thanks to our blend of advanced computer algorithms and plain old conversation. Get covered today. Call 1-866-244-5580. Or visit eFinancial.com. Uh, that's eFinancial.com. Imagine that there's a place where you can have a good time and do good, too. At the Blank Park Zoo, you can. There's a whole world of animals to discover, tons of fun things to do, and so many cool things to see. And the whole time you're having fun, you're actually helping animals. How awesome is that? Every trip to the zoo is an adventure. 